Welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heart Beats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I'm your host, Camille. And again, we, I am joined by my friend Kayla as we talk Christmas movies. And we have a special guest with us, star of many Hallmark movies, um, including Operation Christmas, Reunited at Christmas. Most recent is Time for Them to Come Home for Christmas and Lifetime's Christmas for, for, with a Crown, which uh, another awesome movie. And... Um, God, the list could go on. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, Lisa DeRue. Um, hey! <laughs> uh, you are, like we said, you've done pretty much so many Christmas movies. How about yeah. It's like crazy. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. It just, it, honestly, I started with just one like everybody else and then I think I just had really great experiences in the first second third few that I did that it just became a tradition and I think a lot of us a lot of us that live in Vancouver that's where I'm based up in Vancouver Canada they film a fair bit of their not even just their Christmas slate but a lot of the other Hallmark movies and uh we just are really fortunate we get to audition for a lot of them we get asked to do them once you've worked with a bunch of people or same group of people so it, it just has become a tradition for me to do and I think because they're well received, they play again and again. And so people will call me up, especially this time of year and go, Oh my God, I just saw your face on this. I just saw this. I saw this. And you realize it's a movie from 10 years ago or (laughs) years ago. And like I said, we don't sometimes remember, we remember the people you remember the, sometimes the storyline, but you don't really always remember what it's called. So you kind of have to go back and go, okay, wait, which one was that? But it's sweet. I I love that people still love them because they're fun. They're fun to do. It's Christmas for gosh sakes. Yeah. It's like a Christmas tradition, Hallmark. Yeah. Do you, are, are you a Hallmark fan outside of just working for Hallmark? Like, do you uh, watch yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. And it, I mean, yeah, I mean, from the non-actor point of view, yes, because they're, it's, well, they're changing more now. Like, I think they're really trying to create an even bigger brand that is more inclusive which I love because it's about time um <laughs> but uh, uh yeah I think you you kind of know what to expect in a good way I mean the other day my niece who's I think she was nine when she said it we were talking about how a couple years ago she mentioned I guess her and her brother were watching one and, and her brother was like oh they're gonna kiss and she just stopped him dead and she's like uh no it's homework they can only kiss once at the end of the movie and no tongue and I was like <laughs> He's right. So, like, you know, you know what to expect, and they're they're positive and they're fun, and and then all of a sudden this Hallmark drinking game came out a few years ago, which is really yeah. fun if you haven't played it. So yeah, I I do like them, even if I wasn't in them, I would I would still watch them, I would still like them, and it's tradition. We all like tradition. Now though, they they don't do they don't just do last Christmas um, last kiss or the last scene anymore. So I know. you might have might might be careful. <laughs> yeah, right. I know it's getting all racy up in there. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. There's some good looking men in Hallmark. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um. Uh, uh, you, go ahead. You um. You play many of the leading ladies' sisters, including Nikki Talush. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> the question here says, which which who is your favorite sister, and who would you like to play if you were to lead? Who would you like to play your sister? Ooh, good question. 
Um, that's tough. That's kind of like asking which one of your kids you like. Best. <laughs> I really have had, I've never had a bad experience and I'm pretty, I'm pretty outgoing and I'm pretty much that person that'll tell people what I think, even if other people might get offended. So I would tell you if there was anyone that I didn't like, but, or didn't get along with, but I got along with all of them. Like Trisha, Trisha Helfer was awesome because she, I just knew her as like the Canadian supermodel who became an actress. And so it was to me kind of iconic to meet her. And she was the nicest thing on two legs. I was so spoiled to work with her. And I still, to this day, every now and then, you know, we'll text and keep in touch. And, and she's great. She's so available all the time. She's just a sweetheart. Allison Sweeney was, I mean, I was gobsmacked when I got to work with her the first time. And that became very much a sister relationship because that's been years now. And even the other day, she's working on a show with someone that I know. And she texted me a picture of the two of them. And because she thought I would want to know. And yeah, I've learned so much from a business point of view from her. So I'm super grateful for that relationship, but I think she's very fierce. And the one bit of advice I took from her was one day she looked really nervous and she had to go call, make a phone call that was asking, you know, for something in the business. And it was somebody high exec and she did it. And I said, what's wrong? And she goes, you know, when you want to puke, I said, yeah, she goes, that's just your spine reminding you that it's there and you really need to use it. And I was like, Whoa, that's very good advice. And she had (laughs) had to do that. So, and so it's cool to see someone like her who's so confident and strong and so good at getting what she wants in this industry to see that she gets nervous too, but she's able to work through it. So for that, I'm super grateful for her. And then Ashley Williams was, I just didn't stop laughing. We just kept getting in trouble because she's <laughs> one of the funniest humans on two legs. And then Nikki, I don't know. Nikki is her own kind of angel, man. That girl I met her and within, I think one day she heard I was coming to LA for something. And she goes, Oh, you're going to stay with me. I hardly knew her. We had, we had had one day of shooting. I think we had a couple scenes, but like not really a lot that day. And I went, what? And then I started to put the pieces together that she used to be in the Mickey mouse club. And I, I was like, what? like I had totally fangirled on her as a kid. So she's, she's just become like, she's like a limb to me. Like I would be lost without her. And so I, I rely a lot on her for just life in general, not just the business, but as a human, I follow her lead a lot. And I ask her for a lot of advice. And I really do. I think that's one person that was brought into my life for so many beautiful reasons, but I'm so grateful for her. So yeah, she is, I mean, the nicest person. She is. And there's not, I think that's, what's cool about Nikki. And I think that's why people respond to her is there really isn't an insincere bone in that woman's body when yeah. she is, you know, there's no angle. There's no her try. Like she genuinely just wants other people to do well. And that in this business can be refreshing. Cause that's, you know, it's not always the case. And so, yeah, so that's it. I, I can't tell you, like, I, I, I genuinely have never had a bad experience with sisters, but I think that's part of the brand of Hallmark is that I don't think those people last if they're like that. I think yeah. eventually, you know, whether it be karma or the executives, they just kind of move them on to something else or just mm-hmm. don't, you know, reinvite them to the party. Yeah. But who would you like to play your sister? If you yeah. were, if you were to have the leading lady role in a Hallmark movie, well, I think there's a really adorable actress in Vancouver that hasn't really had her due yet. She's one of my dear friends. Her name is Ashley Alexander. We look a lot alike. We have a lot of the same energy. Like she's bubbly, but she's more the yin to my yang when it comes to. She's super polite. Where I'll say what maybe is on my brain, and I shouldn't <laughs> say it loud. And then she, I just get this look from her, and I'm like, and. 
I'll think about that. Um, she's, yeah, so Ashley Alexander. If fans don't know who she is, they should go find her. She's fantastic and she's a great little actress. So that would be, that's on the bucket list. If that goes down with Hallmark, then that would be on the bucket list for sure. Yeah. Well, um, for, uh, time for them to come home for Christmas. You play Annie, who is yeah. Jesse Schramm's characters. Oh God, I forgot about Jesse Schramm. She's going to kill me. She was also fantastic. The hardest hugger I've ever met. I thought I was going to suffocate and we would laugh and there'd be like, like fuzz in my mouth from her sweater. She is an intense hugger, you guys. She's tiny, but she's like a beast. So yeah, sorry, continue. <laughs> no, I love her. She's like one of my favorite Hallmark actresses. She's amazing. And she's a great singer. <laughs> there you <I'm> like, go. <laughs> I think that was one of our criticisms is that she didn't sing in this movie. <laughs> That's great. Um, so my question, you, um, how was it working with Jesse? Jesse, uh, well, you haven't even had the scene secrets. She's great. She's great. I'll tell you my. Remember how I said I say things because yeah. I'm like. So I walked in the first day and I was so excited to meet her, and I said to her, "Oh my god, I loved you in Pitch Perfect," and she goes, "That was Anna Camp," and I was like. Oh shit! <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, I really liked Anna Camp, and I'm really sorry, but they, you know, they would have, you would have been much better." Like I, I tried to like backpedal, and she laughed so hard, and so that was our first introduction. And from then, I was like, we were just bonded. Like it, we were this. She's like, "Oh my god, we're the same person." I said, "I know." And so yeah, we. Uh... <laughs> it does look like. And everybody has somebody, right? Like when I'm blonde, I always get Kristen Bell. And so we were laughing. We were kind of sharing stories about like Anna Camp at moments, not always, because she's definitely, I'm sure had wins over Anna Camp in theory. Um, Like I always get Kristen Bell and I'm like, Kristen Bell's everywhere. Like, how do you, when people say that, what do you say? You're like, yeah, she is fantastic. The world already has one, but thank you. (laughs) Like, what do you say? (laughs) So um, you can't, and, and Kristen Bell's amazing. So like, I love her too. But yeah, we kind of had a good laugh about that, about how everyone has a doppelganger. And there is also something very lovely to be referred to that uh, as somebody who everybody else really adores. You're like, oh, that's cool. Like you see me in that light. But no, her and I laughed so hard about so many things. We just have the same silly sense of humor. And so we had a lot of moments um, where, you know, you kind of get in trouble because you're laughing so hard, your makeup's running or just being silly together. We get just, we just got along so well. The thing about Jesse that I love is exactly what you would expect her to be like. She is, there's no, like, it's not any different off camera or on camera. She just is that person. She's very playful. She's very fun. Um, she's very easygoing. Yeah, she's great. I wanted um, you and your character and Jesse's character were kind of fighting. You yes. know, we all had like, of full on like one year silence between each other you didn't like each other (laughs) no you got it you got it yeah they had not spoken in I think we decided it was a year like a full year which I I have a sister I can't I mean my sister and I I will be honest we we didn't really get along when we were younger but as we got to be adults like we're inseparable we talk all the time I can't imagine going a full year. Yeah, same here. I have two brothers. I did it too. I have a sister and I can't imagine not communicating at all with her. But I I will say within my extended family, there definitely are pockets of people that for different reasons, that was it. They just stopped talking. And so 
it wasn't that far removed that it seemed mm-hmm. completely out of the way. And I think it happens to more people than yeah. we think. Um, mm-hmm. cause I think it's one thing to get busy and not talk to your friends or what have you, like certain people, yes. depending on where your life goes for a year or two. And then you pick up right where you left off. But when it's from a point of view of, of you're angry at someone, I think that takes a lot of energy to stay that angry for that long. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's intense. And Thank when God we shot, for your character's husband, <laughs> yeah, right? when we shot it, the director, we did a couple takes and then he came in, Peter Benson. He's so great. People will know him from a tea garden and yep. who knows what else he's great. Um, but he came in, he's like, I need you guys to like, really go at it. And we both went, Oh no, no, you can't do that. A hallmark. And they're like, Oh no, you can now. And we went, okay. <laughs> so, so we were like, that's it game on. And so we went for it and they, we were sure we were going to have to do ADR where you re-record your lines to the, yep. the right we're like they're gonna tone it down they're gonna make us tone it down but no they kept it so we were shocked we went okay for the win i like this new hallmark where it's like real like gritty and people yeah well i think yeah them. like i think with the mystery channel the drama channel the you know there's room for everything and i think yeah. I know some people won't like it because people are very comfortable with certain things, but I think you have to, like anything, you have to grow, your business has to grow. And so I think it's smart that they're including some new things or keeping some of the old. It's just, yeah. someone's well, going to love it and some people won't. And you just go, okay. Well, with the mystery channel, you get away with a lot more stuff. It gets very, very deep and, yeah. and you can get away with it a lot better. I personally <laughs> like the, um, I personally like Miracles of Christmas more than I like the uh, countdown to Christmas movies, mostly because of that, the whole yeah. this. Anyway, but um, one, one of the things that we did, were talking about in our review was like, why is she mad at her sister for trying to pursue her dreams? Like, she should be supportive and be <laughs> like, go for yeah. it. I'll take care of things. And even Kayla was like, the insurance could take care of nursing homes. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, that was one of the questions we had as a group. We're like, why is she so... But then we started talking about it and there was little moments in the script that mentioned it where basically Jesse's character keeps always having new ideas and they, she never follows through on them. Yeah. And so uh, in order for that to actually make sense, Peter had mentioned and, and him and I talked about it, how my character had to genuinely be the type of person that has got everything together, is very driven and motivated. And so in her brain, it doesn't make sense that somebody else is always stopping and quitting and stopping and quitting and that kind of, or starting and quitting and starting and quitting. So you're like the responsible sister. Yeah. Basically it's like someone almost having an addiction to starting things and stopping them that you just, you've tried, you've tried, you tried. And now it's like yet again, her sister's doing this thing that she's no is going to fail. And in the meantime, the side story being that now this older sister is left to take care of the parents because yet again, Jesse's character is going to, you know, go off to her thing and not uphold her end of a, you know, a, something she's responsible for. So that was the only way we could really make it make sense without my character just being a biatch because I didn't <laughs> that. Well, the thing is, it's hard when you're not the lovable characters, right? Like there's a fine balance to, you have to make, what I was taught was you have to make, if you're the villain or the not lovable character, you have to make the audience love you on some level or they won't care at all. At all. Like they'll just be done with you. You're just mean, you're just a biatch, right? Then yeah. we're rooting for you to fail. So the idea like in the kitchen when she breaks down and it's like, it's really because she's her sister and she wants her to do well, but she's just so worried that she's yet again doing this and that it, it hurts her to see this was the only way to justify it for us. Mm. That's a really good question. I'm glad you picked up on that. 
<laughs> we uh, we love the movie. The movie was good. Sure. There were there was a, there was um there were some things that we did not like about the movie. <laughs> every movie, right? That's yeah. But, I'm but, curious, what didn't you love? What 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 didn't you guys like about it? I love there like, it. Isn't there like some kind of crossing the boundaries with the nurse and the patient falling for each other? <laughs> 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 isn't that like, uh, uh, character like crossing the major line there interesting like, interesting i don't that'd be so i'd be so curious any of your listeners who work in like the medical field if they're going no yeah or if they're going no because i know i know a, a couple that are a doctor and a nurse and they are fantastic but they definitely got together on shift in a hospital and so all those things you see on gray's anatomy they're like well, we're not going to go, go into detail, but those were written because somewhere in the world, somebody did that. And I was like, shut the front door. They're like, no, seriously, that stuff happens. So, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, most okay. medical dramas pull their storylines from the headlines. So. Yeah, right? We, yep. we, have a, we, have a, we have another podcast. We have another podcast about a medical drama. So we, sure. the okay. resident. Yeah. Got, oh, sweet. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, we I like it. But, and another thing was like that's a really fast romance because like <laughs> that was a two day trip. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's Hallmark, man. You fall in love. You can fall in love in ten minutes in those movies. It's like you literally just like run into each other and you're like, whoa, that's why everyone's awesome because it's like yes. you no, know, it's the thought that that could happen because also Kayla's that. thing is like it doesn't. Uh, okay, I, I'm actually from South Carolina, born and raised, and I live in the upstate, not on the coastline, but. I'm like, we don't get snow in December. That's 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 a that's not right. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, but it's Christmas, right? They have to they have to make it look like and like, not like, definitely like not in Charleston. It's just too humid down there for them to get snow. Oh, that's too funny. You're just blowing them out of the water, left, right, and center. I'm Sorry, like, no nope. Mark. Sorry, dude. <laughs> nope. Um, Christmas with the crown. You ex- executive produced that movie. And so what that does that entail when you produce the movie? Oh my God. That's uh, (laughs) a beast. Well, you have to think about it. For those who don't know exactly what producer is kind of one of those weird titles that people are like, it's like when someone says they're a consultant and you're like, that sounds fancy, but what the heck is that? And there's different levels, <laughs> right? I always think consultants are so fancy. And I'm like, there's no job in university that you're trying for that you're like, or working towards that you're like, oh, I'm a consultant. <laughs> but it makes them sound really fancy. But they, um, for this one, when you go from an execu- ex- executive producer point of view, it looks either you're somebody who put money into it or you're somebody who creatively has really helped mold the story. Um, and so for this one, my part involved was just to really creatively try to make this because you have the script that's already been, you know, um, flushed out and the writer is very passionate about. And, and so it's a case of trying to make sure that the story is staying on track for the brand that you're working with. Mm-hmm. And at that time we hadn't sold it. We called it's called an acquisition where you make it ahead of time and then sell it to Hallmark or to lifetime. So we were trying to be careful about where we were going with it. And so my job, um, and then when Marcus came on him as well was to try to make sure that it stayed so in the pocket, so to speak, so that mm-hmm if we took it to Hallmark or Lifetime, that they would say, oh yeah, that's something that we recognize and that's something we could put on our channel. And so, yeah, it worked out great with Lifetime. So we were really excited about that. But 
there's different levels and then there's always producers that like they're on set all day and that's their job. And, and so when you're in it and you're part of the production team, it's kind of double duty because you're having to make sure on the fly that things are working. And then when you're not, you're trying to problem solve with your team and it's uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, but it, it was fun. And it was definitely challenging because it's long hours on top yeah. of what you're doing mm-hmm. with shooting, but I, it was a really great group. So I think it, it all worked out really well, exactly like it was supposed to. So for my first experience, it was really, it, I was in good hands. So that was comforting because I think that doesn't always work for everybody. I ha- I have, how was it working with Marcus? I, we, he's another Hallmark darling too. Like Yeah, Marcus, Marcus, Marcus is great. Marcus is fun. Him and I, we, we can laugh now, but the first week, we, I think we both, because this was both of our first time doing any kind of executive producing. And so I had been brought on before Christmas and then he was brought on, I guess about a month before we shot. So we'd already done a bunch of work on it. And then he came on and we were both super passionate about our choices. <laughs> and so it took us like a week to really, cause we felt each other for the first week, like wasn't listening to the other one, but we were both being super polite about it. Cause we're professionals. Right? right. And finally he's like, do you want to go for dinner on the Sunday? And I said, sure. And then he was, he kind of admitted that he was frustrated. I was like, Oh my God, me too. And so, yeah, we were able to talk and, and then it was awesome because he's fun and he's playful and he's silly. And, and so we ended up getting along great by the end of it. And, and I think I can speak for myself. I can't speak for him, but because it was more challenging for the first time ever with a co-star at the beginning, because we were able to talk through it and work it out, it was the, probably one of the most rewarding experiences, experiences I've had working with somebody because, you know, when you kind of go through your career dealing with people, people I think assume that if you get along on camera, that's not always a case, but sometimes when you work with someone, if it, if, if it's a case of, you know, you maybe aren't um, meant to be good buds, you'll just be very professional and not even worry about trying. But in this case, because we were both really invested in the film from a a totally different point of view, um, being the executive producers, we had to work together and figure it out on such a bigger level that it was important, I think, to both of us to make sure that we were also good friends, you know, as we were shooting. So, so yeah, so it took us, I will say it took us about a week to get the training wheels off, but then once we did, it was awesome. And he's playful. He's exactly what you want to do. He's playful. He's fun. He's silly. He's smart. He's a really nice guy. And um, yeah. What different points of view were you coming from? Well, I think like in certain scenes, because we were both kind of looking at our character's point of view, we would, you know, kind of come up against things where I, one of us would suggest, well, what about that? You know, shouldn't it be more like this? And then the other one would be like, mm, I don't think so. I think it should be more like this. So it was just more of the character's point of views, mm. you know, story-wise. But then, but I think that's the other thing too, being new executive producers, there is always an ongoing discussion of what's best for the story. And I think it, you know, I can't speak again for him, but I can speak for myself where you, I think I learned a lot of lessons in that it's sometimes being an executive, you, you, you realize maybe the story points you're fighting for aren't best for the whole story. So eventually you do have to drop those and go with what's best for the group. And so, yeah, that was, uh, it was, it was a good learning lesson for sure that I'll take with me and everything else I do moving forward, but no, he's great. He's great. And I think there's a reason people love him. He's, he's great to work with. He's, he's a great actor. He's a really good dude. So he was great. No other juicy gossip. That's it. (laughs) Where where were you guys filmed? Where was that? Oh my Oh my Lord. We shot in Edmonton, um, which I think was another uh, initial point of friction was because 
because he's from there. He's from Edmonton. So he was so excited to bring it home. Um, but, uh, no, it was great. Like it was so cold when it needed to be cold. There was an ice skating rink scene. And by the end of it, we shot it overnight by the end of it, we were so frozen. If you look really carefully in the, where I tell him I'm going back to, I think she's from, where is she from? I don't even remember New York or something. My lips are so frozen. It looks like I had the biggest injection put in them and I don't put anything in my lips. And so it was just like, okay, how are you talk? I was like, Good. it was ridiculous. When they were, we started laughing so hard when we saw the cut, I was like, are we keeping that? And they're like, well, we'll do it really fast. I was like, mm, okay. So if you look really close, there's a split second where I'm looking at him and I'm like, and it sounds like I'm slurring, but it's because I can't feel from pretty much my nose down. Like it was oh so, my God. so cold. It was minus 30 Celsius, which I think when it gets to minus 40, it's even Fahrenheit and Celsius. Like it's so cold. It was freezing. Wow. Yeah. And I give, I give credit to all his friends and family because they came out and they did a lot of background work with us and they were such troopers all night. Like we were dying, but they were so- <laughs> do you, uh, do you have any future work, future works in the plans? Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I have a, a it's a, uh, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about it other than it's a podcast scripted podcast. that's being made into a series. It's a horror series. And, uh, so that I can't say anything about it too much yet, but that's coming out in the new year. Um, and then I, I don't know, I just had a callback for something yesterday that would, if it would land, I'm not sure, but that would be amazing. Uh, so fingers crossed on that and it's completely on Hallmark. So we'll see, we'll see, but either way, um, yeah, for sure. I've got, uh, this, this new series coming out, which is really exciting and totally, again, totally different that it's not Hallmark and it ain't lifetime. That's for sure. So. <laughs> Can we continue? Uh, we, we want more Hallmark. That, we love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, I feel like you should be a lead on Hallmark, finally. Man, so you today, know, if fans ask, it'll happen. It's just people always ask me why I haven't been. And I think it's if the fans are very vocal about something, they respond to it. And I think it, up until now, I, I really never pushed for it because I get to work with some really great people. And yeah. I think I would be sad if that went away. I, I wouldn't, if I, even if I was a lead, I wouldn't always want to be the lead. I like being the sidekick. She's tends to be the more fun of the two, but um, yeah, I think if, if Hallmark fans ask for it, I think, I think Hallmark will listen. I just, I don't know. We get to work on a lot of different things up in Vancouver. So I never really hyper-focus on that, but yeah. Again, if y'all want it, just ask for it. I'm sure they'll listen. <laughs> it would be fun. It'd be super fun for sure. I love Bruce Greenwood. I've never met him, but he's on my list of like, I hope he's to God one such day we work together. A sweet heart. He gave really? us Yeah, he gave us because he was uh Captain Pike in Star Trek, the yeah. new ones. Um, he gave us like inside scoop on filming from set. Uh, he got to meet Leonard Nimoy before he passed away. Can that I tell was... you a story about Leonard Nimoy? Can I tell <laughs> yes. you a story? Yes. So, yeah. Sorry. Years ago when I was serving, I had first moved to Vancouver. This was like a long time ago. And I was working at this little boutique hotel called the Loden hotel. And I went upstairs cause they had me do, I was a lounge server and they had me do, uh, where you, what do you call that? in-room dining one night because one of the people didn't show up and I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do it. And I walked up and I dropped off this man's breakfast and he comes to the door and it's Leonard Nimoy. And I just stood there. I didn't say anything. I didn't know what to do. I was like, and he goes, hello. And I just stared and I was like, hello. And he's like, not who you were expecting. And I was like, 
I don't know what I was expecting. And he started laughing. And so, yeah, we had a great chat. He was really lovely. And then he was there quite frequently. I can't remember what he was working on, but he was lovely. He was always very nice. And he would always be like, hi, Lisa. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> like, it's, it's so silly, right? Like, but it, he was one of the people that I just was, I couldn't believe it was him. And he was yeah. very yeah and the other thing bruce did was he played his guitar so he played like a mini concert inside oh, the man. podcast See, yeah i knew i would love that man any man with a guitar <laughs> i'm butter that's it i'm melting. Yeah, it's so funny it's when you said it back when you were serving i thought you met like in the military oh she was in the military was that i would be i would be kicked out of the military in a heartbeat i am <laughs> I never shut up. I am so bad sometimes, like, especially as a kid, I was just, I don't know, so jokey that I was really bad with authority, not in a, in a rude, meant to be rude way, but it, it ended up being rude. Cause I just would never stop talking. I tried to be a background performer when I was younger. Like when I first got into this business, I got sent home because I wouldn't stop talking. I would be the, I, yeah, I'm probably exactly what the military is for. And I would be like, I'm not good. At, I would, yeah, I would not last. I have major respect for everybody who can do it. I would just be like, laughing and giggling and that's it you're out peace out okay no i was loud server back when i was serving and then she and then you said server i was like oh that's serving and you instantly were like lisa's a liar there's no way i <laughs> know like, definitely i did not i never served in anything but i whew, man kudos to people who have i read an article where your cousin won the lottery my cousin, you can totally say it. My cousin won $5 million on a scratch or on a, a like a quick ticket. It was insane. It just happened. Like my mom called me and my parents are practical jokers. So I always think my dad is not telling the truth. Like, I'll be like, oh, where's the car? He's like, oh, I sold her for 50 bucks to the neighbor. And I'm like, dad, he's like, just kidding. Like he, he never tells the truth. And so when they called me and they told me, I was like, right sure sure right okay cool and then so just but then I started to think about it because I was like they both texted me from their phones but like two hours apart where if they're gonna try and like pull one a fast one on me they'll do it together and so I called my cousin and she's like yeah it's crazy I was like oh my god she's like yeah it was the ticket was in the cup holder and we almost spilled coffee on it we thought oh maybe we should check it and she's like we just kept standing staring at it for the longest time when they figured it out but yeah, it, it's so sweet. It, like it's it's just they're two of the nicest people, you know. And now, of course, now it's like jokes every time we talk to them. You're like, I deserve a tip. That was a, it's a great piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they won five million dollars. How crazy is that? Oh, I want to win a lot. Wow, that's crazy. I talk know. Like, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think it's cooler for his daughters who probably no longer have mortgages. I'm like, hey, Dad, when can you win the lottery? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for talking to us oh my gosh anytime for the for um any for like your future i'm excited i mean you yeah <laughs> well thank you yeah anytime ladies you're fantastic thanks so much for having me i really do appreciate it bye okay. bye have a merry christmas ladies or happy holidays you too. merry christmas thank you happy new year okay bye yes, bye